This is The Art of Undress, and I'm your host, Ethan Goodchild. In this episode, we are focusing on the idea of habits we learn from our parents and how these can create a deeper connection with our undressed self. My guest this episode is my mum. We talk about what undressing means to her, what habits she has built around undressing from her day, and the body image lessons she learned from her own parents. So, without further ado, welcome to The Art of Undress. Okay, so what does undress mean to you? Well, undressing at first means to me undressing, taking my clothes off. Um, but it also, to me, also means uh, could be um, undressing a table, undressing different things, taking things off of things. It doesn't just have to be about taking your clothes off. To me. It could be about taking things, yeah. just uh, taking things off, stripping things yeah. back. So, um, so this leads me into the next question, which was, do you consider undress to be the removal of clothing? If no, what do you consider it? So you said it was, you know, well, just think, stripping, stripping it back to like almost its bare layers. Yes. It doesn't okay. mean that when you talk about undressing, it means that you're undressing yourself. The word has more... Um, scope mm -hmm. than to just mean undressing but but because we say we get dressed and we get undressed so we assume that it's just that but to me it could be uh, dressing a really nice christmas table dressing a window dressing mm -hmm. um um a, a salad mm -hmm. salad dressing it's there yeah. so, so and in in terms of this is more looking at like undressing as in like clothing as well were you ever taught to create good habits around undressing like uh, around like you know body ideals and um like you like yourself in a bathing suit and stuff um like was that anything like did grandma ever ever in, like was there ever a conversation with grandma i'm assuming it was grandma because i doubt it was grandpa <laughs> about like your body and, and like you going through puberty and then like you be becoming a woman well actually i had that conversation with my father oh, really yes um but i think it wasn't something that was talked about on a regular basis it's something that was brought as i grew up mm -hmm. so my memory of it is is not there because yeah. i was so young but we had very much um, been brought up Catholic. We had very much uh, a code of conduct for where you went, how you dressed for special, you know, when we went to church, you had to wear certain things. Certain things weren't allowed. When you went to, um, to school, you had to follow, you know, the rules of what the school wanted you to wear. And then I went to private school, so I had to wear a uniform. Um, so that was all part of the family unit. And I also learned on how my parents dressed. Yeah. How my parents perceived the way that you should be dressing for different events in life. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's where I got my, my clue, my, my cues from. Yeah. And, um, so what, when you talk about like undressing a table, undressing, what would, and uh, like a, not even in that sense, but 
for you, what does like a not an average night? So you finished work, you come home, and you walk and in then, the door. Yeah, and then I take my because I wear a uniform for work. I have to wear a, a special shirt. Yeah, and I have to wear steel toe cap shoes and jeans. So when I get in, I take those off, and I want to be comfortable. So I want to wear a sweatshirt and leggings, and I just want to feel comfortable now. I don't want to feel. And do you think there's a difference between you in your work uniform as to you at home? Well, there is because I'm not at work, so. There's things, there's a code of conduct when you're wearing a uniform, you're representing a company. There's things that you can do that when, if I'm home, I, I would, um, one, I wouldn't behave that way. And mm -hmm. then, uh, when I'm at home, at home, I'm relaxed. I, there's no pressure. I don't have to talk to customers. I'm with my family, my partner, you guys. Yeah. So uh, you so feel when you, when you come home and you take off your like out, like your social, what what you are when you're outside at work, which would be like your social identity. Well, not so your social identity, like your work identity. And it's not to say that your identity as a whole changes. It's just that you have you have a, a guideline that you have to follow. Yeah, there's things that you can do when you're at work or things you have to do when you're at work that when you're at home, it's different because it's your world. It's your you're not representing anybody. I represent a company. I represent customers, so I have to have a code of conduct, and my uniform says that. And if I don't do that, then I'm also dressed to the people telling them who I work for. So I, you have to be careful. And besides coming in and like taking off your uniform and putting on comfy clothes, is there any other acts that you do in an evening that you would say are, are like like you undressing yourself from from the day? Well, coming home and doing my reports for work is is a kind of undressing because I'm finishing off my my day. So I went, I got all my data, and then I have. So it's that's you know, it's a kind of undressing for finishing <laughs> off my day, if you want to call it that way. Um, I don't feel the need to wear my uniform when I do this kind of undressing. So that's why I wear this. <laughs> Um, but would you say that, like having like taking a bath, doing like any skincare would be like could be considered undressing? Like, do you feel like you're kind of stripping away? Well, you can peel back the layers of your day and and relax and and take the stress off. And so I think that's all part of your routine of what you do. You know, it's like coming home, relaxing, having. Um, a snack or sometimes I'll, I'll come, I'll come, I'll go from work and I'll go to the gym and then I'll come in and I'll have to undress from my, my gym. Yeah. And then you jump in the shower because you've been to the gym. So it's all part of, but I think, um, anything that gets you ready to go to bed mm -hmm. is part of undressing because you get, you're peeling the layers back of your day and you're getting yourself back ready for tomorrow. Yeah. And, um, so then the, the, uh, like I have to have a, the a theoretical theory that I'm I'm using to do my research, and so the the theory it's a self discrepancy theory. So there's there's the idea that there's three different selves that exist. There's our actual self, our ideal self, and our ought self. So if I asked you like what do you think your actual self is like how would you describe that? 
My actual self is when I come home and I wear this. Okay, and then your ideal self. Well, your ideal self is what you try and either keep to maintain and aim for. Mm -hmm. Have to have kind of because I think you're never you, we keep you, you're constantly changing. You're never the same. So yeah. it's difficult to say. Uh, I'm going to go and like when people have all this plastic surgery and stuff, they they aim for something they're looking for. But even once they've had that done, you still have to, you're always striving for more. That's why it's a never ending process. Yeah. Um, I think you you have an idea of what you want others to see. Mm -hmm. I think it's guided a lot by that. Um, but you have to stay focused on what's achievable and why you're achieving it. Are you achieving it to please others or to please yourself or so? So then this is where like the idea of like, what would you think ought is like your ought self? What I ought to be? Mm -hmm. Or like it, it's O-U-G-H-T. O-U-G-H-T. Like, you ought to do this? Is that... Kind of. I think, like, you're on the right track. I think it's... So, uh, so I, uh, your ought self is what others think you should... I think it's when you go to work and you're wearing your uniform and you're maybe not at the great night's sleep and you... Maybe you snap at people when you normally wouldn't because... You... You're not at your best. So yeah, so your old self is like the expectations that others, like of what others think you should be. Which which kind of is like, you know, you go to work and you're in that uniform and you you have these ideas, like what's the biggest thing in your mind is what what your company's thinking of you and, and yes. you know, so... so yeah, so yes. that would apply more to work. Um, and that's when you're... you're Art self would would uh, kind of um, send you a little red flag to say you ought to not do that because yeah. right now you're trying to you're representing somebody else. So yeah, I guess that's that's that would be that. Or like if you're meeting somebody new and you're meeting like um, parents of a friend of your child and you ought not to drink too much and and showing up you know so mm -hmm. there's there's always um i think depending on who who you're with and how comfortable you are with the people you're with and for what reason you're there i think it you'll you'll behave in a way that will fit the situation mm -hmm. it's when you can't behave or adjust or dress for the situation that I think that's when we have chaos and that maybe that's when we, we you know, you can be somewhere and somebody just got drink too much and um, <laughs> did you hear that? Pumpkin shine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, I have to edit this anyway, so it's fine. It's really not um, that's when you use these different mm -hmm. persona, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but... Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll find out.
Um, and then, so this one's going back, back, back a bit more to like, um, actual undressing less so that the idea, but like the, the, the habit and the idea of undressing. Did you, uh, like, have you ever used clothing as a barrier? Oh yeah, all the time. And um, why, why? Like, why do you, like, is it to hide your body or? Well, no, yeah. Sometimes you use a, a clothing as a barrier because of how, what, where you work. Like your steel toe caps. You, you steel toe caps. When I worked in kitchens, when I used to work in restaurants, I had to wear a special kinds of clothing to not, you know, um, bring bacteria into the workspace. Uh, so sometimes you'll wear clothing to because it's better for you and it's better for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, other time you'll do it because you'll be recognized like a nurse or uh, a pilot. Um, and but a lot of the times I think people use clothing to either make themselves feel better, look better or camouflage. Yeah. And so have you ever have you ever had uh, like body issues and used clothing to like hide your body? Yes. <laughs> um, do you think that they like do you know where they stemmed from? Do you think they ever stemmed from like like can you pinpoint anything or do you think it's just like fluctuating like anything in the history of like as as a child like were you made to well, feel I think as you talk about your ideal self you ought and who you are hmm. uh i think people use clothing depending of who they're being per perceived at being so if you're with family well this is fine or friends or close friends or people you're really comfortable with if you're somewhere where um it's territory that's not as comfortable or you don't know the limits of everybody or the 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 uh, it's not limits i want the uh, the barriers or the um, um the um i can't think of the word like um, the constraints or like the the restrictions well either restrictions or just like the um, I think people use clothing for those situations even more. Yeah. Uh, they'll if if people use clothing for that, that's when you'll you'll want to be at your best. You'll want to give the best image, the best. You know, doesn't always work. And but. and do you think that in the like habits of not only undressing from the day in like the idea of coming in, taking off your work clothes, taking a shower, like taking off your makeup and like putting on your comfy clothes, and then like the kind of second habit of like taking off your clothes to go to bed, but also in the idea of like dressing up for like the day can like help. Um can help with a person's uh, like self-esteem in themselves and um, like help them figure out who they are. I think it depends. I think they can, it can, but I think also you have to be careful that it doesn't, um, like alcohol, like drugs, like makeup, like mm -hmm. that it doesn't become, um, a a, not a barrier, but a, uh, I'm okay if I'm wearing this because I feel comfortable. So for not dealing with your own issues. Mm -hmm. So 
as much as it can be just fun to get dressed and enjoy wearing clothing and everything for some people you'd have to be careful that it doesn't become a um in french we say a carapace yeah an english would a shield, be a, a, yeah a shield or a shell yeah to protect yourself so that let's say you're I don't know, you're a powerful lady in a company, you're really good at what you do, you're not very good at managing people, so you'll wear, this is where the power suit came from for women in business, because some people took it as when they wore that, they could do whatever they want. It doesn't give you power, it should be something that, and you should need to have a power suit to be able to, um, to show or to do your work. Yeah. So you think creating good habits in like dressing and undressing is, is good, is like a, having like the dual, like the duality between them both is key think, in like- I think dressing and undressing is a basic of life. Mm -hmm. It's like learning to brush your teeth before you go to bed. When you see very poor children who are not looked after properly for whatever reason and they they don't have like sheets on their mattress and they don't they don't have those basic ideas of what making a bed going to bed dressing your bed make they don't have that and mm -hmm. and sleeping on a mattress without a pillow or a good blanket and no sheet it's not the same as getting yourself into a really nice bed, comfy, and having a good night's sleep. Yeah. And you've prepared yourself for that. As much as it is when you get up in the morning and you learn that you have to, you know, put your shoes on, put your underwear, put all your stuff on, and learning to dress. That's why learning to dress is one of the things that kids learn when they're little. Mm-hmm. This was a special episode for me. Having my mom be a part of this was very important to me. My mom and I discussed the abstract ideas of what undressing could mean, how undressing and dressing is a subconscious lesson we learn at a young age, and how we learn our own habits and thoughts on our bodies from our parents. In the next episode, we close out the series with a discussion around habits and decompressing from the social world. Until then, this is The Art of Undress. Undress.